Hey everyone, it's a great day to be alive. It's Kenzie here on the Happy, Healthy, and Free podcast show. Thanks for tuning in to our I Am a Diamond podcast series with Pamela Major, who is an amazing life coach, mentor, author, entrepreneur, who wears all of her masks beautifully. So glad you're able to join us. I really hope that you enjoy. Let's get into it. I'm so excited that (laughs) Pamela has agreed to jump on another one of these with me. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate you. (laughs) I think that going to be really helpful for everyone who is listening but I think for the both of us as well I know for me I'm always going through changes this time of the year and my age I think there's just a lot going on and there's a lot for us to do of self-reflection I'm going to take this 10-week series to another level of diving back into my own self-healing journey and I'm acknowledging that it's never going to stop and that there's these cycles that we go through. That's what I'm looking forward to with this. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to share a little, about, a little bit about what you're looking forward to and sure. be able to get out of this, this as well. This was a discovery journey for me at the end of that particular part of the journey. Uh, the journey's never over. It just has segments. And at the end of this particular journey, I was like, wow, this was cathartic, healing, revelatory for me. And as I began to pray about it, it was like, make it a book. And so I did. And my hope for everyone that listens to this is that they will take the time to do some discovery for themselves and get to the root, get to some roots and find out some of the things that are happening in their life, some of the things that are productive as well as destructive. You need to know both and be able to capitalize on the productive things Mm -hmm. and eliminate the destructive ones. So that I believe is my end. That is my hope for everybody that, gets to be a part of this. I'm so glad that you said the word roots because that's something that has been on my mind a lot lately. And that's part of what we're going to be talking about today is how we can connect with our own inner root and with those around us as well, bringing Mm -hmm. it back to finding out who we are. I just want to start with sharing this verse just have a moment of silence we can do a few seconds and then we can have a little conversation about what we're going to talk about so this first chapter and section of this podcast is gestation this is the beginning of the diamond process of its formation and this is a time period when it's also our formation on our spiritual journey so We can talk more about that and what that means for us and and how that ties into our everyday life. I'm going to start with this verse. I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord. 
the God of Israel, who summons you by name, as Isaiah 45, 3. I feel that this, for me, just stands, the, the word hidden treasures just keeps popping out to me when I hear this, because I've just been having a lot of symbols of that coming into my life recently. I think that it just helps you realize that there's so much abundance all around us that if we don't change our perspective to recognize that we'll be missing out on all of the gold. That's ironic because diamonds um, and jewels and how those treasures are everywhere that we look and they're inside us as well. And that's something that I've been trying to bring more attention to and recognize those hidden beliefs. The scripture around us um, every day. One of the reasons that it was utilized for this is that um, the book is really a comparison. Now, I don't do a lot of comparisons. I don't, com- or I put it this way, I don't compare myself mm. or businesses or entities that I'm involved with with others because I believe that everyone and each one of them are unique. You can take 10 businesses that do the same thing and put them side by side and they don't do it exactly the same way because there's a uniqueness. A diamond is a hidden treasure and all the precious stones are, right? They are hidden in the ground and often what takes Mm -hmm. them to be uprooted, so to speak, to go back and forth between our plants and our diamond or precious gems metaphors, it takes an eruption. It takes something violent to bring it to the surface, or it takes someone who is intent on finding to do the digging. You leave the ground alone, it won't just show up something has to happen for it to show up. And when the, the ground is disturbed, so mm-hmm. that can be a metaphor when your life is disturbed, when you have questions, when you have issues, when you have situations and circumstances, it is uprooting something spectacular in you. And you just have to take the initiative to say, I'm going to learn about me. I'm going to strengthen me in this, in the midst of all of these things that I see happening. I'm going to partner with God and I'm going to say, okay, what is going on? And really begin to learn about me from the one who created me. And so when the gem gets disturbed, it doesn't even look like that thing that we would put on a necklace or a tennis bracelet or an engagement or, or a wedding ring or, or whatever, it doesn't even look like it. So in many instances, when we are first coming to ourselves and coming to our truth, we won't even look like our finished result, but we're still in there. <laughs> that's super important for us to remember that this one version of us that's right now is it's never going to be the same. We're always changing. That's something I've been dealing with a lot lately of a phys- on a physical level, but on a spiritual level as well. We have to recognize that we're getting better every day and that we can't hold on to those old versions of ourselves if we want to move forward. 
and I think that's awesome what you're comparing with the diamond here and how you're in this phase where you you don't even know who you are but you you have to accept that yeah. it's not the final version but you're just getting started yeah. in that I love that that you're talking about of it's coming out of out of a place that you have to abruptly remove that so it's like okay may not be always physically but mentally removing yourself from a situation that is not helping you and being able to recognize that that's not part of your journey anymore and the diamond has to be abruptly taken out of yeah. the ground for it's to to shine if it's not going to see right. the light it's not going to to reflect and shine so i love that comparison that we got here and I know you shared a little bit already, but anything else that you recognize through just hearing it now? And again, I know sometimes for me, even though I had that one perception of something when I first heard it, sometimes it changes. And I don't know if there's something that it's, it's resonating with for you right now in this moment that's different from when you, you wrote this book. What we often say is that this is a living book. If you're reading it for memorization, then you're probably not going to get revelation. Yeah, if you're just reading it just so that you can, someone calls out a scripture mm-hmm. and you can recite it, you're probably not going to get the deeper picture. One of the things that I see today, it says, I will give you. So this is a gift. Mm. Each one of us can accept or reject a gift. In this case, the gift of growing, maturing, becoming all that you can be is something that you and I could refuse. It's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful and wonderful gift, but we could stunt our own growth and just say, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And that is sometimes the challenge of the human experience that we can turn down the greatest opportunities of our lives because it doesn't look the way we decided it was supposed to look. Right. Somebody who doesn't know what a diamond is, if they saw one that just came out of the ground, I actually had a friend say, well, that's not a real diamond. I was like, no, this is a real diamond. This is a real diamond. It's just not cut yet. It's not polished Mm. yet. Mm-hmm. But it's a real diamond. And if we overlook some of the less beautiful faces, out, at least outwardly, we can miss the opportunity to grow into the most beautiful faces. Mm. That's definitely a good point there. I love that you said that because everybody has that potential in them to be who they want to be and, and do whatever they want to do and really shine. But if they don't see that in themselves first, it's going to be even harder for other people to see that in them. But I think that there are people who do recognize that we all have that potential and that we're all just at different phases of that cycle. And that there's always going to be a time for that for someone, for us to move into a new phase. But like you said, yes, we have to recognize those choices that we have to make in our lives to become that next phase of who we are 
I love that verse. And it's a great start because it's all about the foundation. I think you can't go anywhere unless you have something solid to stand on. It's important that we all remember that this journey should not be rushed and that maybe we need to be in this phase for longer than we thought. But we have to just trust that the timing is always going to be right and that God puts a lot of obstacles for us to learn. And if we aren't going to learn from them, we're going to stay in that same cycle until we are ready to move on. A a friend of mine says this, um, God doesn't give F's, he gives do-overs. So essentially, whatever... Mm -hmm whatever your belief system is, you will find yourself going through this. When you think about it, you're like, didn't I go through this two years ago? Didn't I go through this five years ago? And it's like, yes, you didn't learn the lesson. Mm -hmm. You didn't learn the lesson. You know, here you are. As I said earlier, there are Mm -hmm. things that are productive and things that are destructive. And sometimes those things come in the form of relationships. And one of the most challenging things I think we do is break off relationships, whether that is a friend, whether it's a, a romantic interest, whether it's a, a, a professional um, situation. We, are, we get set in our ways, so to speak. And we know that this is no longer a good thing. But we're just so used to the way we've always mm. done things. It becomes painful when we have to change. And so we don't. And so then we go through it again. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't take 27 yeah. times to figure out, hey, maybe I should try something different. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. One can, well, I think a lot of people are going through that right now. <laughs> and I think a lot of time, just constantly those, those lessons where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to do that next time. Mm-hmm. Lesson learned. And then still find yourself back there and you're like, hmm, okay. Maybe the third or fourth time right. you'll start to realize <laughs> maybe it's time for, for this to stop. It definitely goes to show that we put up with a lot of stuff that is destructive until a lot of times somebody else is saying, hey, all right, I think you need to do, do something if you're really lucky and you have a lot of great people around you they'll probably tell you something that's the first time but sometimes it'll take a couple times before somebody else around you is like all right and it's sad that we naturally a lot of times your parasites in your 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 psych your mental you're are trying to keep you in those same habits and they're trying to keep you in that abusive relationship with yourself because we're harming ourselves more than the other person in that situation is harming us. So until we realize, hang on, I need to take do this for myself. Even when dear friends see you going through something, they'll say to themselves, when they learn it for themselves, they'll quit it for themselves. Very often people get angry, and I've experienced this. Mm-hmm. They get angry when you point out something to them and it may damage your relationship and friendship takes those kinds of risks from time to time right however i have also noticed that friendship says i i am i'm hurting watching them going through this but i know they need to figure it out for themselves because when they do they're going to stop 
that takes us a little further, yeah. a lot further on actually into the book where we talk about the cutting process and we'll get to that. But learning, learning a lot of this is recognizing how to love yourself. It's yeah. everything from yep, what you, how you surround your life, what you put in your mind, what you put in your mouth, how you treat your body. All of those things are about mm-hmm. how we love ourselves. I think for me, the best way for me to become aware of <clears throat> what I was doing was with a lot of journaling and, and self-reflection and just talking to those around me. But that just helped me understand what are my actual habits every day and what am I doing? Because sometimes we just go through day to day and we don't even remember what we ate or what we spent money on or who we talk to or anything. And it's kind of crazy that when we look back and then we're trying to point the finger and say, oh, well, this, this, and this. And then when we actually take the time to, to recognize who am I, what am I doing? I think that's what, for me, this just gestation period is understanding who I am and becoming aware from another perspective, like not from my ego of like, who is this person that I'm? And for me, that, that was a lot with my, of self-care and taking the time yeah. to connect with with myself and start to know who am I because if you don't know who you are and you don't understand what your habits are and your beliefs yeah. it's going to be a great value in being else in that process well first of all I love journaling and I recommend I highly recommend journaling about everything <laughs> If you are looking to change a habit mm-hmm. or build a new habit, you need to journal, e- even just chronicle form, just basic bullet points. What are you doing in this area now? If you want to change your spending habits, you need to know how you spend. So you need mm-hmm. to spend some time writing down every single, every single penny that you spend. Yep. Write it down. So what you're spending um, money on uh, and even write the time of day because you may recognize, hmm, on Saturday afternoons, I spend a lot of unnecessary money. Or when I'm off of work, Amazon is my best friend. Let me rephrase that. The online, since we're mm-hmm. not particularly advertising, any online purchasing is my best friend. You have to... Watch it. If you say you want to change your eating habits, then you need to write down everything that you eat for a bit. And if you see that you are particularly eating a lot at one particular time, Mm -hmm. you might even want to jot down, just found out that I might be laid off. Just found out that I'm not getting a promotion. Find out, is there a trigger? Is there a trigger to this? Because you need to know yourself so that you're able to be the best self that you Mm -hmm. can be for that day. Because I truly believe that we can increase in knowing ourselves and being the best version of ourselves on a regular basis. It's not just 
yeah. one day <laughs> a week or even a once a month. So that daily reflection is necessary as well. What you're saying was super important about writing down things like if you might be getting fired or things that are going to draw up a lot of emotions in us that we may not recognize we're holding on to and that we are releasing in other ways. So writing down when you're getting upset about something or recognizing what's going on in your life that may be causing you to change your eating habits or your sleeping habits or water intake or exercise, all of those things, if we're not aware of what's going on and we're just continuing to live our lives without awareness of that, that is going to be a ripple effect. And then we get caught in this situation where we're pointing the finger. And then a lot of times it's because we weren't aware of what we were doing and, and how we were releasing right. that, those emotions. Well, one, other one of the things we wanted to talk about today also is healing, um, right? Growth and healing. And, and we have been, but I, I wanted to point something out particularly. Okay. When you become aware, don't become condemning. When you become aware that you have a certain behavior, do mm. not condemn yourself. Decide what behavior you are going for. One of the questions that I ask myself, and I put it this way because I'm a woman, and that's the question is, what woman do you want to be? What kind of woman do you want to be? Or is this the kind of woman that you want to be? Once you've identified some things that trigger you, you can ask yourself and you get trained in this, right? You can ask yourself before you say something, before you do something, is this the woman that I want to be? If the answer is no, yes. then, okay, so what would the woman I want to be do at this moment? Would she shut her mouth? Would she go for a walk? Would she, you know, would she do something to relieve stress? Would she, would she just decide to be the one that says, I'm sorry, we could do this another way. Or I'm sorry, we might need to talk about this later. I understand we need to talk about it. I need for us to talk about this a little later. So you can go and form the kind of answer that you want, want to have. How do you want to support yourself and others? You have to ask yourself that question. Is this the person I want to be? Is this the man I want to be? Is this the woman that I want to be? Again, going back to that phrase, my best self, is what I'm getting ready to do expressive or indicative of that person? I just wanted to share this quote from your this mm-hmm, chapter. Okay. Just maybe should have shared this earlier, but I'm going to share it now. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, just talking about gestation and its explanation and just wanted to comment on that and reflect on this. Gestation is an unseen time for a baby and a diamond. It becomes accustomed to the environment. It is nourished, grows, and is protected. It is completely unaware that it is getting ready to enter a completely different environment in a very violent and abrupt manner. I know we were talking about that earlier already with the verse and comparing that you were talking about the s metaphor but just wanted to reflect on that again and and talking about taking yourself out of those environments for me what stood out was that it is nourished grows and protected and for that word for me protection knowing that you're always protected no matter what 
is going on on the outside or internally as well, but knowing that you're always going to be protected by the universe and by, by that strength. And for me, that really stands out with this and knowing that in your formation and in your period of unknown and still figuring things out and learning who you are, that you're going to always be protected and that you don't need to worry about what the future is or what it may be. And that just Yeah, I think it's about um, never process. having had the experience of leaving your comfort zone. You think, you think of a baby, the baby doesn't know anything mm. but the womb. And so the most difficult part yes. uh, from what I've read and when I've spoken with OBGYNs and, and those uh, nurses that are in birthing situations, the transition is the most difficult part. It's the moving from one state to another state, which I mm. think very often is why we don't want to. But the gestation period is a period. Mm. That means there's a start. And there's an end. As a baby is born and it comes out of what it knew, very often it cries. It cries because it's using its lungs to breathe air for the first time. It cries because it's in a different, cooler environment. All they know is the unknown right now. And then they get washed off mm. and they get swaddled and they are in another uh, tight, tightly protected, comforting situation. And so it's different from where it came from, but there's still a comfort. As we choose to grow and mature, there will always be a comfort if the comfort is your history of having smoothly transitioned from one thing to another, or maybe not so smoothly, but you did transition. I think that that's the, mm-hmm. that's the piece about gestation. Yes, you were comfortable. You were in the earth. You were in the womb. You were doing whatever you were doing. And a time came that required you to move and to grow. And it may not have been comfortable. However, it was necessary. The womb becomes toxic after a while. A baby can die. And a mother can die. Right. Now, having been birthed and having been cleaned and swaddled mm. and, and, and now starting to just get familiar with your new environment, it's like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad. <laughs> you know? And, and that's yeah. what each one of us has <laughs> to embrace. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's different. But it can be, and it will be, a wonderful experience mm-hmm. if you allow it to be. Change is good. Change mm-hmm. is good. <laughs> it's sometimes messy, but it's good. It's like ice cream. <laughs> Sometimes it's messy, but it's always good, especially down Jersey Shore on a hot summer day. Oh, my gosh. I totally agree, and I love everything you're saying about how hard it can be to be in a new environment, but how necessary it can be and how much better it is once you're there, once you recognize 
beauty of that <laughs> and that like you said you're so, yeah you're so, and what are the what are the so words warm. that you use yeah. for kind of talking through or going back and forth with information about what we wanted to do in in this is perspective it's like how do you want to look at this uh i walk every day and uh, saturday mm-hmm. and sunday were shall we say challenging and what I began to do was change my mindset about the walk. I began to say why I was walking. And I began to think about a variety mm-hmm. of things that are getting ready to happen and began to talk about them and think about them and set my focus on that instead of, I don't feel like walking today. When I changed my focus, the walk became fun. Once you recognize that, it's super important that you were aware of, I don't need to be negative about this. Like, let me enjoy my walk. <laughs> let me enjoy the fresh air and the fact that you have legs to be outside and walking and start to redirect your focus. It changes everything. I and I'm sure so much better. you felt and, so much better after um, as well. There's a, a you know? group actually, that I'm in on Facebook. And I don't know, I think there's like a hundred or so of us. And it's a health and fitness group. And I said, I feel like a conqueror today because I didn't want to walk. And I still walked the same amount of steps that I planned to. I still walked over 12,000 steps. My daily goal is 12,000 12,000 and 13,000. Awesome. And I did it both Saturday and Sunday. Ooh. And it was great because I didn't feel like it. My quadriceps were like, ah, oh, we don't feel like it. And my mind mm. was like, I don't feel like it either. When the hamstrings wanted to join the chorus, and I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Mm-mm, nope. Oh. We gotta, if I was hurt, mm-hmm. that would be one thing. I just didn't feel like it. Hurt requires rest. It requires mm-hmm. ice and heat and oil and all of those kinds of things. And even when it comes down to some of the situations that we go through in life, yeah, sometimes there's hurt. And you probably need to take time to acknowledge the hurt, but we can't live there. Mm. Being honest, yeah, this hurt. Again, that's where journaling can be such a Mm -hmm. wonderful friend. But then you get up from it. You got to feel to heal. It's going to be messy and it's not always going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. Let it out. No shame. No shame. Yeah. All emotions are good. Everything is a lesson to be learned. That's it. Only blessings, right? Only accepting blessings. That's my (laughs) new motto. Shout out to my friend. She wrote that on her page. I was like, only accepting blessings. Yeah, awesome. we got through our first podcast part of the series. So exciting! All right, so everybody, next week we're going to be talking about our excavation period that's removal from that space. So, talking more about that, a lot of things still to discuss. I'm so excited for us to continue this healing journey. I hope everyone can start journaling in some type of way. If it's just taking out a piece of paper, pen, writing down what your day was like, what you notice, anything you want to document, you're eating, whatever you feel like doing. Just 
putting out there as a challenge and hope that it can be helpful for someone out there. All right. Thank you so much, Pamela, for coming on here. Everyone wants to check out and follow along with us. You can find her ebook, I Am a Diamond Journal and Playbook, on Amazon. And it's on the Kindle store. So feel free to check it out there. And also the website, Amelia Bloom. Yep. And if you're a paper person, you can also order the book from the paper version from Amazon. So uh, whichever way you want to do it, go ahead. Enjoy. I think I'm going to order a paper version, actually. So everyone else, feel free to check that out and give us your feedback so you can follow along this series. Thanks for tuning in to the I'm a Diamond podcast series. Looking forward to connecting with you again next week. Want to catch up on what's going on in between? Follow us at underscore Kenzie X Love on Instagram, Kenzie X Love on Facebook, and KenzieXLove.com. Also, MeliaBloom.com. You can also find this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Always remember, it's a great day to be alive. I am happy, healthy, and free. XOXO, Kenzie.